Well, thanks for being here tonight. I really appreciate it. Um, I think uh, tonight was revealing in a couple of different areas. But the one that really stuck out for me was Mayor McDermott revealed to the people of Indiana that he would have opposed the CHIPS and Science Act. This is a signature achievement of Republicans and Democrats alike, 64 votes in the United States Senate. I have to say, I was, I was pretty proud uh, to get that number. Every single Democrat, if I recall, supported uh, the CHIPS and Science Act, except for Bernie Sanders. So, um, you know, Mayor McDermott, I guess, uh, aspires to join Bernie Sanders uh, when it comes to this. Uh, what's the value proposition for America? Position for Americas, and next time we have a global pandemic, the GM plants in Fort Wayne won't have to idle as they have twice this year on account of not having enough computer chips. The value proposition is, is uh, Hoosier ag producers around this great state uh, won't have planters and, and uh, other farm machinery unable to operate because they can't get enough computer chips. That's the value proposition from the consumer level, but what's even more exciting to countless Hoosiers, uh, presidents of universities and, and heads of businesses and rank-and-file Hoosiers is the workforce training money in there. The workforce training that will train people how to research, design, and manufacture the next generation of, of technologies that will shape our workforce and also will be essential uh, to hopefully preventing, but if necessary, fighting wars in the 21st century. There's a national security imperative to this, an economic imperative. In the state of Indiana, where we make things, the most manufacturing intensive state in the country has an incredible opportunity to make things here. This is why we're airing ads on this, of, of, of course, and um, I can only assume that the reason Mr. McDermott opposes this legislation is because I offered it. That is indeed revealing. With that, I'll take questions. How do I reconcile the chips and science spending, which makes us more productive, thus bringing down the price of things as it makes workers more efficient in raising their wages, uh, and preventing choke points in the supply chain so that uh, we don't see price increases on, on account of those disruptions as well. So I reconcile the chips and science act investment that way. The pandemic investment, which is the major surge of spending since I've, I've been in public office. Uh, I think I made the case up there. I mean, we, we had to make our businesses whole when you had big government telling them uh, that they can no longer continue operations the way they typically do. And I'm not blaming government. I think there was a public health rationale for that, but this is why you have to make them whole. This is because you want them to be tax-paying entities on the back end is, is the just hard-headed economic reason. Um, workers, when they're home with their families and unable to work, we have a moral obligation. They expect government to help them during a public health crisis. So, uh, you know, the worst thing we could have done is not active, which is why 95 plus. Hey, guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. You know, the fall will be here before you know it, and the temperatures will start to drop and get a little bit cooler. So swing on by Leon Tailoring to get you something warm that will not burn a hole in your pocket. Maybe it's a nice little bit of a heavier jacket or maybe a heavier blouse or skirt, or no matter what it is, maybe a nice sweater. No matter what it is, you can get it Leon Tailoring. Get it ready-made or custom-made or tailor-made. Just go on in, tell them Abdul sent you, and they'll take care of you, and they'll be happy to do it as well. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis.
plus U.S. senators, I think on every single one of those packages until we got to the wasteful American Rescue Plan package, uh, supported them. We all locked arms and said, let's do this for America. Discretionary spending trended, trended consistently downward uh, during uh, every year in office before the pandemic. Uh, actually, that was, that was the trend. I think there were a couple of years where it was a little off, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, there aren't 60 votes right now. There aren't 60 votes to enact uh, what we've heard Mayor McDermott, uh, a policy informed by the notion that, uh, uh, you know, you don't actually have a baby until the moment of birth. Uh, there wouldn't be 60 votes in the U.S. Senate to, to enact a policy informed by that premise or, or a policy informed by the premise that life begins at, at conception. So this would just be signaling. So I don't think the federal government should be involved in this. I think it ought to be up to the states, which is the process we're in right now. Uh, no, I'm not. I think it needs to be decided here at the states as we're in the process of, of doing. Yes. I wouldn't characterize it as a problem. Uh, uh, it, uh, it was not a barrier to getting it done. Uh, I'm just challenging my opponent in this race, Mayor McDermott. Thank you. Good question. You also didn't state a position on uh, cannabis um, decriminalization, which can and, well, it is a crime at the federal level. It's on the schedule at the federal level. And the state has said that you said should be making these decisions. The reason I did not, and that's fair, uh, is, is because uh, I am not uh, categorically opposed, but I think we need to lay a predicate of, of having more research, having more hearings, and frankly, having more both executive uh, in terms of, of hearings and legislative attention given to this matter before we move forward on this. In the meanwhile, this needs to be handled at the state level. At the federal level, there are some things we can do. One would be investing in research. Uh, I've co-sponsored efforts, for example, at the VA to do that. Another would be safe banking legislation, uh, which I tried to cram into about 2.5 seconds and explain over the course of the debate. <laughs> All right. Okay, I, th I think we only have maybe 30 seconds. But do you, <laughs> you know how to find us. All right, thank you. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.